0: This is the Bob and Tom Show. We are worldwide on American Forces Radio with a huge surprise right now in the Napa Auto Parts studios. I am looking at a man who looks like a slender Santa Claus just as he hits 40 years of age. It's the dark-haired Santa, Mick Foley from the world of the WWE. Hey, Mick, what a surprise. Great seeing you. Why, thank you. Are you saying I look like a 40-year-old,
1: huh? I'm trying to fifty-one. Yeah, is I
0: appreciate that. 51. Yeah, yeah, 51. I thought he was
1: going to say he's twenty-eight. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm looking a little youthful these days. Yeah. Thank you. The moisturizer. Or? And slim, too. Yeah. Yeah. Your you beard, mix. your beard is some It's magnificent. It's,
0: it's reaching epic proportions now. There <laughs> might be just a touch, I mean like and I don't like a slight touch of gray, but that may just be the light. Uh, actually, had
1: I not covered it up, uh, there'd be large touches of gray. <laughs> <laughs> See, Mick, this is where you get to pretend that. Uh, well, you know what I was, I was, um, I was keeping it natural, and I was, I was touching it up with like a a, a moose, you know, mm-hmm. because I sure. do this thing sure. in December, you know, this ambassadorial role, you know, I, I want to, you know, read between the lines, right, you know, mm-hmm. uh, December, right. large yeah. beer. December. And uh, and I have a real job with WWE, but mm-hmm. I was sacrificing my charitable, <laughs> you know, pursuit as an ambassador, like putting that ahead of the real job. And uh, and Stephanie McMahon, my uh, my uh, my commissioner, said, uh, Mick, did you touch up the beard today?" And I said, "Yeah, why?" She goes, "Well, it's looking pretty gray." And we had about ten minutes for airtime. I said, all right, let me touch it up a little bit more. And I go over to WWE, uh, you know, where the moose is. And the makeup lady goes, I could touch it up a little mascara. And I said, okay, that sounds good. And I didn't check the mirror because I seldom check mirrors in my lifetime. (laughs) Uh And then I went out and I grabbed the microphone and I look at that huge Titantron at what appears to be a jet black beard. (laughs) Jet black. And I just went... I'm going to go with the temporary dye. You know, Like I, I can go with the six-week dye. So uh, it, it looks pretty natural, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: it does. It doesn't make me any less of a man to dye my beard, right? Not at no. all. Yeah. Not at all. You know, fam- used to do that, didn't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, yeah. you use uh, Just for Wrestlers. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> that's, the name of the, that's the name of the dye, Just for sure. Wrestlers. Uh, Groucho famously was late for a, a gig in New York City, and he he walked in and took the shoe polish, didn't have time to put on the fake mustache, Grabbed soup, shoe polish, took his thumb and went walk, walk, and made the mustache. And that's how he did it. Didn't ever have a mustache until he did. You bet your life, right? Really? That was. If you look carefully at those yep. Groucho movies, it's just, it's just shoe polish. Oh, it's just painted on. Once, yeah. Once they started making <laughs> the movies, that's what he did. So, uh, yeah, no. But look, you got a great looking beard. I'm not going to say that it. Resi- you just it's just saying you're you look like a young middle-aged santa claus is is not offensive to you no
1: i love it man uh, i say uh, you know, you're
0: wearing I, you're wearing santa green
1: i am wearing uh, uh, reindeer there, buttons here yeah uh, a little snowman on it he has snowman?
2: a mick has a great documentary on i, I forget which one at uh, netflix or hulu or what it's called son yeah uh, what, what's a, uh, it's about santa claus it's, it's called sure.
1: i am santa claus That's on right. netflix uh it's uh Getting a little uh, executive produced by Morgan Spurlock. It's oh, a yeah. little sleeper. Uh, nice. Um, it's uh, feel good in a very un-Hollywood, uh, non-Hollywood way. Mm-hmm. It kind of hits you when you don't Aww. expect yeah, it. Yeah, it is terrific. It's great. Mick Can't Foley is our guest.
0: Speaking of hitting people. uh, <laughs> uh don't really up, hit them. I mean, no, this, well, sometimes people would, get would you hit Tom
2: for us, Mick? That uh, would that be no, good. I like oh. Tom. Okay. Can you body yeah. slam him uh, to uh,
0: the ground just <laughs> once? Coming up, coming up live on Sunday... It's a special WWE event, and that's on uh, on their channel. Yeah, the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, there's a special thing they got going where you can get a month for free. Oh, and- man,
1: yeah, you can always, uh, not always, you can get the first month free. Uh, Mr. McMahon believes that if you try it, you'll like it. It's kind of like life cereal in that regard. Uh, and so you just check it out. You get that first month free. And while you're there... Uh, checking out uh, Clash of Champions, you can feel free to binge watch uh, my reality show, Holy Foley, as well. Holy Foley.
0: Holy Foley. Nick yeah. Foley, and also featuring? You're in the show, not by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, my family's there. Yeah, uh, my daughter, be-
1: Noelle, is kind of my co-star and the entire
0: uh, Foley family. My, <laughs> I'm
1: trying to spoon feed him. Christy. My wife, of, you're doing great. You are. I'm the only one on the show. The fabulous this is, uh,
2: Foley family. It's Foley almost family.
0: as if he watched. <laughs> this is oh. uh, I'm feeding off your energy okay. here, now right? Mick. Now Mick, you have like 18 books, uh, or is it five? <laughs> uh, what if you had to read one Mick Foley book? Which one would you read? Let me. Can I just?
1: I don't know the name, but it's so seldom that I get a compliment about one of my novels. Oh yeah, my name's Josh Tatum Brown. Yeah, he liked Tatum Brown. It's a novel. I hardly ever hear about my novels. Like it's. Uh, very frequent that I get my 1999 uh, memoir, you know, mm-hmm. brought to me at appearances, but very seldom. Uh, over in the UK, I'll get Tietam Brown. It did okay over there. Uh Brown, a coming-of-age story, a little bit yeah. dark. I didn't sure. know it was dark. Ways you, you, don't I, get,
0: you don't get compliments on it because you go to radio stations where no one can read. No one reads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We finally got a reader in here. Yeah, and my dad, we, we went and saw you at a Barnes &
1: Noble. You signed a copy for my dad. All right. He, he, still, he still cherishes it. All right. So, yeah. Thank you.
0: Uh, Mick Foley. I yeah, no, j- no idea what a great guy you were, did you? <laughs> I did not know that. I, uh, and you look nice in a mirror. I do. You know, I don't know why you I, avoid them. Yeah, uh, yeah so. Like a vampire Appreciate thing. It. <laughs> uh, WWE special event Sunday night. Check it out. Uh, we'll give you some details. We'll throw it on the Bob and Tom app. And by the way, uh, coming up, we have something very exciting. Uh, it's going to be the uh, presidential announcement of one Doug LaDouche. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, it's 10 o'clock at Q95. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Hello there. Hey hi how's it going? Uh well, great to have you here. We are uh, in a in a wonderful place right now. Uh, we've got the Napa Auto Parts Studios going on. We've got a special guest in the studio and we're going to be joined by another special guest in a matter of moments. Uh but we have um, Mick Foley here and Mick is in town. He's beating the bushes. He's got a lot going on and among other things, he's got a, a big big Sunday evening event which you can catch live and in person. At Banker's Life Fieldhouse, of course, I'm talking about the WWE Clash of Champions coming up Sunday at 8 o'clock in the evening. And that's also going to be on pay-per-view on the WWE Network. And they've got a special thing on the network right now where you can uh, check it out on the house for a month. Um, we also have uh, some big prizes coming up. And our special guests would include query and Schultz. The famous sports duo have joined us for our, our special Colts Corner event. We have uh, Quarian Schultz in the studio. Let's just say hello to the fellas here. Uh, hey, guys. Good morning. Jake, how are you?
3: Typically, Knob City is anywhere we're hanging out, right? <laughs> yeah. I've never heard Noblesville referred to as Knob City. I what like a it. couple of knobs. That's right. I, <laughs> got a, I got
2: a friend who lives in Noblesville. He that, calls it Knob They really City. call it Knob City? Really? That's what he says.
1: Yeah. Uh, really? Hey, he's putting you on. <laughs> <laughs> you I never considered on? that. Does what? the mayor run <laughs> on that platform? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I, I've never
2: heard that. I mean, maybe, maybe the, those that live there refer to it as that. Well, uh, we're always learning something, Tom. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, we certainly are. You uh, have a good day. Uh, what other What <laughs> other towns have nicknames around here? Does Muncie have a nickname? Uh, oh, uh, Fonzie Muncie,
2: right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, Tucky. What Funcy Func- 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 Muncie. Funcy Muncie. Func- Muncie.
4: I've heard Leb Tucky with Lebanon yeah.
0: before. Right. I've heard Noble Tucky. Noble Tucky. Noble Tucky. Yes, yes, yeah,
2: that's true. See, Nob City's, I think, more complimentary than yeah. Noble Tucky. Noble Tucky.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends. We're, Hmm.
2: but we've talked about this on the on the show everybody hates somebody like indiana doesn't get along with kentucky ohio doesn't like michigan Nor, northern california doesn't like southern california
3: okay i've always wondered about this chick that means that ultimately in that food chain there yeah. has to be a state that is the bottom of the barrel
2: that has no one that no one likes at all exactly I who is it, that? it is might it be mississippi delaware. might be delaware could no. be mississippi
4: delaware's is too irrelevant i would think
2: no sales tax in is delaware it? yeah but isn't it's r- delaware
1: yeah, because you drive through Delaware, they hit you with
0: five tolls within yes. a seven-mile... Oh, you
1: hate it. If you don't live there, you absolutely hate
0: it. And it's not fair. Isn't Rhode Island the place that almost every contest is void? Isn't that you why, hear it isn't often, it, right? yeah. Don't yeah. they have to say void where prohibited? Yeah, and I hate, always I hate al- that place. Always Rhode Island. <laughs> I hate that place. That's I'll the voice of Mick Foley. And Mick is a distinguished uh, wrestler, uh, writer actor, television host,
2: documentarian? Yes.
0: yes. You got a lot going on. When a, you started this, you probably had no idea this was going to be going down all these different roads. I had no idea. I remember uh Diamond Dallas
1: Page telling me that I could do things outside of wrestling. And I was like, "No, I'm like what?" He's like, "Bro, you can do anything you want." It's <laughs> like like name one. And he and he told me I was capable of great things. I did not believe him in the early 90s. And it turned out, I would like to say I was a Renaissance man, but one of you will make me try to
0: spell it. It <laughs> cannot be something I'm unable to spell. Well, you know, we were mentioning earlier really, this is an educational show, Mick, and you probably thought you probably thought we were kidding, but you don't realize that you are in the presence of greatness. And, of course, I'm referring to the man sitting next to you. He goes by the name Derek Schultz in his uh, sports oh program. However, Oh, no. Uh, Mr. Foley does not know this, uh, that uh, while in high school in uh, Connecticut, mm-hmm. where were you? Danbury? Trumbull. 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 Not far okay. from Stanford, the world headquarters yeah, of right. WWE. Yeah. Trumbull um, World
1: Series uh, Little League
4: winning Yes, Trumbull, exactly. Yes. Yeah, we go. oh, yeah, we're going to be yeah. best friends, you and me.
0: <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. Know. Derek Schultz and his buddies, actually, did you, you built a ring. <laughs> yes. And you put it in one of your buddies' backyards. Mm-hmm. And everybody took on a wrestling Am I going to be blamed for
1: something here?
4: And
0: <laughs> now we are in the presence of. Yeah, where uh, my stage name Mick
4: was uh, Drake Triumph, okay. and we had a league called the Backyard Wrestling League that we just called BY Dub. <laughs> And when I was fifteen, you had uh, your famous nineteen ninety eight Hell in a Cell match between you and the Undertaker. I right? just talked to him. Which about Which changed yeah. everything for us in uh, our league. You didn't uh, try to emulate that in your bag. <laughs> no, no. Come on, I'm not taking the blame for this. There may have been you an incident leave me hanging on this one. <laughs> where we tried to find thumbtacks, but we ended up settling on push pins. <laughs> okay. And we dumped a bunch of push pins in the league and tried to basically into the ring. Yeah. 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 Into the into the ring and uh and all hell broke loose, yeah. if you will. And yeah. I,
0: I would like to point out that I'm sure Derek's too shy to say this, but he would love to talk to Mr. McMahon to license the name Drake Triumph <laughs> to the next potential superstar in the WWE. Uh, a it fine is name. A great name. Yeah. That is a great name. Drake How Triumph. long
3: did the league last?
4: <laughs> uh, last. Greg San Andre uh, dislocated his shoulder, kind of like what happened to you, I think, right? And when you got thrown off the the cage, I did, yeah. And uh, that was not. He didn't get thrown off the cage. He got um, hit into a plywood board and <laughs> ah. Uh, the parents threatened legal action and then we decided that we're I told we're going d- to disband the of this stuff all right uh-huh. we're going to disband
0: the league now uh, <laughs> god i wish we'd known about this earlier cuz i wonder if they would have uh, let if the WWE would have let you like do a special intro to the intro where we introduce drake triumph do you have like wait, a wait, cape hold, or hold on. let me
1: just one dislocation yeah. and you guys were done that was <laughs> it that <laughs> was it after that we were all 14 Delaware. or
4: 15 we, everybody was scared yeah. parents right. were going to sue Disbanded the whole what did a they Delaware. In the, the water, trouble, man. Yeah. Well, um,
0: Wow, we're, we're hanging out with Mick Foley, and Mick is in fact a distinguished writer, uh, and he has, among other things, uh, n- n- novels, memoirs, and uh, he's, children's
1: books as well. He's going to be. I'm going to write a thinly veiled novel about a kid who dislocated his shoulder and called it
0: quits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a boy with no will. <laughs> his name was Drake. Defeat. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, right. Mick is uh, part of the big action <laughs> WWE Clash of Champions Sunday evening at the beautiful Fieldhouse downtown, Banker's Life. You know, we always forget, we're so used to these amazing facilities in Indiana. This town has just about one of everything and about five of some things when it comes to places for great events. Banker's Life is such a great place. And uh, obviously, Lucas Oil, amazing. Everything about that mm-hmm. is just a tremendous, tremendous... Ar- the architecture is amazing. It's great fans. It's it's great for the people involved. Uh, so it's a terrific place to go and see. And think about all the great concert venues we have. Yeah, Clips Music Center, the Murat Theater, Clues Hall. But just goes on and on and on. It's a great town with great stuff and great fans. I also want to mention, if you can't get down to the event, you can check it out on pay-per-view on the WWE Network, where you will also find Holy Foley. You can find it there. And, Indeed, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, you got so much going on. And his live show is terrific. Thank you. Yeah. Anywhere you, yeah. can, you can... I'm
1: taking a break from those for a little while, because I'm the uh, GM. There's a lot of traveling involved, so I'm mm-hmm. focusing on that. And... Uh, the uh this reality show just kind of came out of uh nowhere Mr McMahon saw uh the chemistry I had with my daughter my daughter really you know she got uh you know she's you know she she's she's great on camera and uh she's twenty two we've had three arguments that's pretty uh pretty, it's pretty pretty special that's amazing <laughs> I have a three and a half year old I've already had forty arguments with
0: if you have a three and a half year old, look at you and daddy i'm not wearing this what do you mean you're not wearing that you're three and a half no it <laughs> was just last saturday morning hey mick i'm
3: curious you, you might have touched on this earlier do you still have family or connection to bloomington indiana at all
1: Ah, uh, you know no my brother went to college there you know i still have great memories there that's where i was born uh and I, just yesterday i was in santa claus indiana working on this santa memoir i was talking about during the break and uh the woman at the santa claus museum was like you you should get published by uh, india you know indiana university publishing i was like that would be a great story you know like that would be like coming full circle like right. it's a you know you have to look for the story within the story especially mm-hmm. in publishing these days cuz you know so if, you know people are not reading like they used to so that would be rather interesting yeah. for the university yeah.
0: press to take on one yeah. of your volumes i would think <laughs>
1: i can still yeah. rattle off the starting five from the 76 national team you want to call me on it go kent benson at center Wilkerson, Abernathy, forwards, Quint Buckner, and oh, Scott May was a forward. It was Buckner and Abernathy, and the guards. Right? Wilkerson was a guard. Wilkerson, ah, ah but, son but, of a. You nut got all the names right. <laughs> impressive, son of a. Nut. That's impressive. yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but uh, someone in this room has an erection. <laughs> <laughs> that was very well done, Mr. Foley. <laughs> that was impressive. Wow, I can
3: now all afternoon, all afternoon, all that show. time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can hear it all afternoon on your show. It'll be you'll you'll Jake. Be going. <clears throat> I'm sure you heard this morning, uh, where I corrected Mick Foley. That's right. Yeah, you know, <clears> that's better than the time I corrected Murray. Wilkerson you know, was I a long guard. guard, so he was like, okay. a uh, "Yeah, there you go." Very yeah. good. You, you would have been what,
4: like ten or eleven, Mick? For that, I was. Uh, I think
1: I was. 11 or 12 and uh, I still remember Michigan was up at halftime and Mm -hmm. I had to be consoled I was sobbing I wrote a poem about it like something was the score and a Raymond Wayman Britt elbow he was a Michigan (laughs) player sent him crashing to the floor and and they ended up winning by 17 you know like it was such a big there was a when the next time they came around and won the championship was uh, against Syracuse right and I went to college in Cortland New York it was only 30 miles from Syracuse so we went to Syracuse Used to watch it, and oh, every I'm sure you were popular. Oh, yeah. I was I kept my mouth shut until that final, the Keith Smart jumper at the buzzer. Everybody's in orange, right? And that jumper went in, and one guy jumps up and yells, "Yes!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be me.
0: Nice. Barely made it
1: out of there alive. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I had I had some wrestling skills, but not enough
0: skills to take on an entire <laughs> bar. Of that is the voice of Mick benefit. Foley. <laughs> Mick and I have virtually nothing in common except during the break. Um, He likes to uh, dictate his text messages, which I love to do. I was just in my car the other day, and when I do them, uh, you guys have all received text messages from me. I like to use the ellipsis, the three dot thing. You are a fan. I'm I'm in a car with someone, and I'm, I'm doing this message, and when I'm done, they go, who's ellipsis? Which is a legitimate question. It sounds like maybe something for someone from Greek mythology. It does, yeah. And then sometimes I'll do the thing at the end where I'll go dictated, not proofread. So when they get it and it makes no sense, and uh, that's but do you like you like uh, you, when you're when you're writing your novels and your in your books now, you dictate them to a degree. And then- well, I haven't done
1: any novels uh, since the failure of the first two to sell many copies. Uh, I'll take that on when my kids are grown, you know. But once I realized I could make as much money for a comeback match against Carlito. As I could to be (laughs) secluded for hundreds of hours, (laughs) right? You know what you needed for those first two?
3: Indiana University Press.
1: Ah, there you you go. Uh, I did. I love doing them, and they're on. And uh, they are
4: great. They are great.
1: I I appreciate that. The thing about you know a book is they're kind of timeless. You can kind of take it down from the shelf in a way that you know being online just isn't. So I can maybe go back and revisit that. and uh, I've really enjoyed this process of doing this <laughs> Santa memoir. What I love about it is I know nobody's going to buy it. You know, I'm doing it because I want to do it. I'll probably donate at least half the money, maybe all of it to, you know, charitable organizations. Uh, and so I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And I am toying around with the uh, the talk to text. And I'm like the pretentious author. Like, I wasn't this way with my first, <laughs> with the first book. But now I'm in love with the semicolon. Like, <laughs> oh. I love the semicolon. So yeah. I like text. Said Joey, semicolon, and then it actually comes out on the thing. Yeah,
0: I graduated from college and still don't know how to use a semicolon. I, I never.
1: I, I use it inaccurately. I it's have just no a idea it a lot. what it's for. Right. So right. if you don't know what the semicolon is, you'll be impressed. It because separates two it. clauses that are sort of uh, you know yeah. similar. So
0: yeah. I tend to use the semicolon <laughs> in some kind of a joke about some kind of surgical procedure. Well, when he was done, he had a semicolon. he's he's, he's okay now. Our guest is Mick Foley who is a very fine writer and a TV dude and part of the WWE huge event Sunday evening at the Great Banker's Life Fieldhouse. What we, what exactly will your role be? Well, I'm the general manager, so I
1: uh, I have helped construct this um, amazing card. Uh, hopefully I won't have to play too large a role. I'm sure I'll be reprimanded and browbeaten. Chris Jericho <laughs> is now taken to browbeating me. He's now... Uh, Pointing out all of the ways he has a list of Jericho, all the ways I've fallen short. Sure, and I, and I just on Monday, Monday Night Raw, I went out there and uh, I was quoting uh, Mark <laughs> Twain. Did you see this on Monday yeah. Night? <laughs> and I was quoting the famous Twain thing about it's not the size of the dog in the fight right. is the size of the fight in the dog. And I said it, and I could sense that either nobody got it or they were laughing. And I just went. I messed that up, didn't I? And I won't even watch it back because apparently it was so unintelligible like it didn't even (laughs) sound like the quote. And when I went back and said it, like I still didn't get it. I just decided to quit while I was ahead. And then I got a memo from the estate of Mark Twain asking me to never quote him again. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, I'm an author. How could I not get this? You know, like, <laughs>
0: so don't you hate that when you think you remember the famous George W. Bush thing where he goes, "You fool me once." And yeah, he, he got yeah. completely that, lost. That in he forgets it, right? the yeah. phrase. No idea. But that he, happens on this show on a daily basis. But
1: this is the beautiful thing about WWE. Like in the real world, you want people to forget that stuff, right? In our world, you get a hold of the people and go. Now make sure you exploit that, find that, use it. Have sure. Jericho list that as another reason. So you, he's
0: he's got a list of all. He's of got a list of reasons why. Uh, yeah, I've fallen short. So he that. must have been talking to my girlfriend. <laughs> um, they, uh, I don't know where they get those lists, but uh, mine keeps getting larger and larger. <clears throat> She's out of town. I said.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse about that than that. It's worse them hearing about what you said than actually hearing what you said. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. Mick Foley is Oh, then he's sad. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, now, do you, this, this is going to sound like an awful question, but are you instructed when it comes to the way you uh, wear your hair and your beard? Do they say, do this, do that, or do you just kind of go with your own thing and hope they like it? Or do they walk up and go, hey, cut your hair, grow it long?
1: Do you think Mr. McMahon would choose to have me look this way? <laughs> yeah, the, the only th-
0: he's very well-groomed. I want to make that very yes, clear. Yes, he's, very, he's immaculate. This
1: This shows you, like, my standing with the company, that he's allowing me to look this way. The only, uh, you know, when I was out of favor with the company and they called me, you know, they needed me a couple of years ago, uh, the big issue was my sweatpants. He hated the sweatpants. <laughs> and he hated the flat. He didn't like the flannel shirt. So when they needed me, you know, when I was in a position where they needed me more than I needed them, I, you know, I said, okay, I can do it. And then I get back and I go, but I'm wearing sweatpants. <laughs> anyway, all right. And so when I showed up uh, for SummerSlam last year, I was like, Vince, you okay with it? Now I had to like kind of, you know, this is a year ago, Vin- Mr. McGann, did you call,
0: I, do you call him Vince or Mr. McMahon? I, that was
1: when you realized you no longer have the relationship he once did. Now he becomes Mr. McMahon after 18 years of being Vince. He's Mr. McMahon. And, Mr. McMahon, are you okay with this? And he goes, lose the fanny pack. You know, like, <laughs> all right, flannel shirt's okay, sweatpants okay, lose the fanny pack, Brilliant. which is completely
0: I, I understandable. I hate sweatpants and don't own a pair. <laughs> hate them.
2: Well, well I, just another item on the list where Tom is falling short. Sure, so. Yeah,
1: Tom is very similar to Vince McMahon. Who I think doesn't like sweatpants?
2: I hate them. Why?
0: Don't own a pair. I, my, one of my sons wears them, and then he always loses his wallet. Hey, Dad, I lost my wallet again. <laughs> oh, you know why? It's because you're wearing sweatpants. And no, you know why? Because you don't have a fanny pack
4: to wear <laughs> with to secure it. Well, Mick, I didn't, wa- you-
0: didn't want to say it, but I loathe fanny packs. <laughs> I do, too. Hate <laughs> is here. But they're so practical. Loathe even more hate. You know what I loathe? Delaware. <laughs> I thought you were going to say morning radio, because most people. Do. Or guys named Tom. Yes. Either okay. Way. Okay. Uh, Mick Foley is our guest. Yeah. You uh, visiting uh, Vince McMahon in the hospital is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite
4: things ever. Yes. He looks so annoyed. <laughs> oh
1: you know he was so good to this day. What I say, and I was just about to. Ah, uh, seriously, Tom. I'm not just saying this because you're here, but you make it so easy because you keep coming back to the the show. The date. I mean, that makes it so easy because I've been there. You know, we've all been there, where you're like, "Oh, well, let me tell you about the show," and all then right. you
0: sound like you're scrounging. Like, uh, so you make it so easy. Well, what about if I'm in the car and I tune, I tune in something, and they're interviewing someone, and I don't recognize their voice? It drives me crazy. Yeah, and I want to say what NPR show they'll go on for 45 minutes. You're finally going. Okay, I'm going to drive to the station. I can't stand it any longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I, who is this? Which socialist actor are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> Identify them. We're hanging out with Mick Foley. Uh, you have so much going on. I wish you'd gotten here earlier. Can you next time come? Can you come here yeah. for the whole show again? Yeah. We've, had, we've had you do the whole show before. You can be our official guest host. I would love and it. We can, make, we can make fun of all kinds of things. I, now, real quick, I, I, we were talking with Billy Gardell earlier, and I was asking him if he had a place in his house where he has kind of his showbiz stuff because as a general rule I don't know about everybody else but I have nothing from this show in my yeah. house anywhere but do you have a like an office or a room where you have some of the awards some of the No, awards? I don't. Um I don't even I don't even have my uh, Hall of
1: Fame ring on display. Um, the only uh celebrity thing I have, I have a Christmas room and I'll show you this uh the only photo I have of a famous famous person is this uh <laughs> Photo of me singing Silent Night with uh, Nora Jones, and it's uh, Whoa. me as <laughs> <laughs> as Santas. So, that's awesome. Uh, and that it's cool. Yeah, that, so that is, that uh, is actually cool. So that's, wow, oh, and that is and, actually
2: uh, uh, the beautiful Nora Jones. And yeah.
1: uh, what I love about it is, uh, and this, I didn't think she liked me. I honestly thought she either didn't have a, an opinion or she may have actively disliked me. And then I read an interview where she talked about me, and she was talking about when I showed up. In the, you know, in the full, you know, in full regalia, and like the quote, I had it done on p- parchment paper with calligraphy, and it's like, the it, I put the quote and framed it, and it said, she goes, I don't know how to des- describe it, because it was so surreal, he looked so real, he is Santa, <laughs> and that's like, that's like my wow. magic thing, I'm like, I made her feel like a little kid, you know, and that's, that's like crazy. the optimum thing you're you're hoping for. So wow. that's the only thing I have, uh, only celebrity thing. Um, I don't have, a, I have something that reminds me of my wrestling career. It's called waking up. <laughs> and then trying, and then trying yeah. to move, yeah. There's never a moment where I, never a morning where I go. I wonder what I
3: did <laughs> because, because you didn't call it a career after one separated shoulder yeah
1: a legal action, right? Yeah. yeah, maybe
0: I should have. <laughs> Remember yeah. the beginning of the movie North Dallas Forty, where he's getting out of oh, bed. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mac oh, Davis. Yeah, Mac like, Davis yeah. and Nick Nolte. Oh, I have a. Let's just shift gears for just a second. We're talking with Mick Foley. The big event is WWE Sunday evening at the beautiful bankers life field house it is the class of Champions. excuse me the clash of champions and it's also going to be a special event on the wwe network find out about their uh, one month free thing uh, now i want to ask uh, jake yes, who sir. is as always dealing with this telephone that's right if i take that away from you would you start crying what happened what happened
3: uh, i become mute
0: okay <laughs> well, that'd be a- what a bonus for <laughs> you <I'm laughs> trying please to- take
3: it away <laughs> i'm trying to
1: figure out who jake reminds me of did you any wrestlers pop to mind Personality-wise, um, facial intensity. <laughs> Billy Gunn. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah, yeah a little mm-hmm. bit. Billy Gunn. Yep. Right yeah.
1: go. Facially,
4: intensity. Oh, there you Maybe go. with a little Bill Paxton his, in there. His and, nickname uh... at the time was Mr. Ass, so that would fit him <laughs> perfectly because <laughs> he is that.
0: Now, uh, Jake, in your home, do you have a room where you have stuff? And if so, what famous celebrities do you have pictures either with or of or signed? That's a fantastic question.
3: Um, I have two. I have, to answer your question, no, no room. The only two things that I have, actually three things that I have on the wall, one is an autograph from Oscar Robertson. Nice. That's a good one, yeah. One is an autographed photo uh, that I had taken of myself and John Wooden. That's another good one. And the third is when I went to Michael Jordan's Bulls, retirement which i thought was going to be his ultimate retirement of course it turned out not to be but his second bulls retirement when i walked into the chicago stadium they said or actually i guess it would have been united center they said there's a box of press releases around the corner you can take one of those and then assemble inside the media area and i was the first one in there so i took two of the press releases grabbed the box took it to a back dumpster and threw it away and framed the two press releases and to my knowledge it's the only I gave one away, and I have the other one, and I'm like, "That's the only Chicago Bulls official announcement Mm -hmm. of Michael Jordan's retirement that I know of that exists, other than the one I gave
0: away." Wow! So I framed it. That's weird and yet interesting. I ruined it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just wondering, does Coach Wooden have so much respect
1: that no one dares take on an adult film pseudonym with that name? (laughs) (laughs) I would say yes.
0: I would, and this would be like John X would. Yeah, hmm, that's a very good question. Yeah. I'm not sure why your mind went there, I mean, but uh, I know you didn't have any sleep, so <laughs> I know you don't like to watch yourself. But when you when you hear that play, you're gonna back, be
3: Wooden John in your next career? Is <laughs> that would go. So, uh,
4: now let's,
0: let's 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 go around the horn here, Derek. In in your home, do you have a like any special things, pictures of? Like, I know you'd love a picture with you and McFoley.
4: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, no, you know I'm not a big autograph or picture person. Um, I have a Patrick Ewing signed ball. He was my favorite player growing up that i that i treasure and i have all of his um if you remember the 80s they made these starting lineup figurines for sports oh yeah they were sure. these horribly made plastic figurines but i have every single patrick ewing one ever made so i have those cool. my wife calls them my
0: dolls um and those are on display <laughs> in my
4: basement which is the only place where she lets me kind of keep anything
0: okay so well, uh, before we go we got a couple things we got to do here got some points of order here um uh, we have uh oh we have colts tickets i didn't even know that can i can i give an alternate
1: answer Yes, sir. I did. It's in. It's it's in an all. It's in an office. Uh, the Dick Butkus poster I had hanging in my room
0: from the time I was five years old. I think I know the one. Is he's he's in the no helmet in the post. yeah.
1: No, no, he's got the helmet on, but it's that real old school. You know that dark blue Bears jersey. You know and the, the you know before they even had the orange and the the helmet, and he's like overlooking the line. I so, you know it's a bad you know apple. Look, and uh, I think 1970, and um, the craziest thing, like my uh, my my sister in law says that her brother coaches Dick Butkus's granddaughter can get it autographed, and like two years go by, I don't hear a thing, and then I do an autograph appearance with Dick Butkus at a at an. Um, for the new wing of a hospital in Indiana. And I said, Mr. Butkus, this may sound crazy, but uh, <laughs> my sister-in-law's brother, he goes, are you the guy with the poster? <laughs> 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 says, yeah, he goes, I've got that in the truck of my car. And he got it. He, had it, he sent his brother out, and he signed it real big, you know, nice. silver, Sharpie. Awesome. And uh, we had cool. that framed and mounted, and it looks good. You know, it's like, to Mick, with respect, Dick Butkus, nice. H-O-F, you know,
0: so that's wow. that, that
1: is that is autographed and framed. So that's the
0: uh, you know that's the that's very cool the exception to the rule there. Mick Foley, our guest. A couple quick things. We've got a pair of tickets right now, courtesy of our friends at Penn Station East Coast Subs, uh, to check out the Colts coming up uh, a, a Sunday at uh, four twenty-five. So, yeah, uh, and it's mm-hmm. against the Chargers. Yep. How about that? Plus, it's a free beer Friday, so we're going to throw in a, a special gift card from our friends at Twenty First Amendment. But wait, there's more. Also, uh, uh, four tickets to check out Steel Panther at the Egyptian Room at the Old National Center coming up Friday, December 2nd. Be caller nine for this. Basket of prizes, two three nine ten ninety five. You and a friend get to go to the Colts game. Colts Roundtable brought to you by our friends at Circle City Tickets. They got tickets to everything. Get right up front. Check out our friends at Circle City Tickets. Thank you, Mick Foley. Mick, next time, come in earlier. So Thank you very out, much. You guys all were great. Day. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Mick. And uh, where does one find Mick Foley in the social media world? I keep it real. So website is real at real,
1: uh, com. Twitter is at realmcfoley. Facebook, uh, facebook.com, realmcfoley. It's very good. Thank you so much, sir. This is the Bob and Tom Show.